Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And we're back, Steelers Nation. How are we doing, Tony? What is going on? I am great. This has been a fun show. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait for part two. Uh, this is this has well, been a lot of good football talk. Well, not anymore. There isn't. You know what's coming up next, Tony? Have you have you heard this thing called slinging the slang? I've heard of it. I'm not sure if I'm going to be good at it, but I've heard of it. Just before we go into this now, I've got what I did with uh, Jeffrey Benedict the other week, and it was a lot of fun. I, cho- I chose five words for him to, to get their reaction and tell me what they mean or translate, right? Do you have, like, what, what is your perception of Australia? And do you know uh, any Aussie slang yourself? Like, don't give away too many, but one or two words? Or what, what do you overall think? Like, what, right now, like, this is, like, an amazing experience for, for me being upside down. And mm-hmm. you're in the Holy Land, which Tony lives like five minutes away from the stadium. Which I can, when I can I went touch to the Heinz stadium, Field, right? I can, I can reach out and ama- touch it. That's amazing. Like when I went to Heinz Field, it was like the best day of my life. When I first mm-hmm. saw it, it took me it took me 15 years to get there. And so when I grew up watching the game um, from from 2007, I was really a super fan. And then I went there in 2016. So all those years have passed. The only time I would see Heinz Field was on a movie. Uh, Madden, the the game, ESPN, waking at 3 a.m. So when I finally got there and I walked under that that little bridge, there's a little bridge to go in the park. The um, I'm not sure what park it's called, PNC Park. I'm pretty sure. No, that, that's the that's the baseball stadium. But you go under there's the, there's the the fountain at Three Rivers, and you look across, uh, and I'll go. It, yes, and point, it, it was Point a, State Park. Yeah. Point State Park. Yeah. yeah, I walked along under the bridge. It was cold as ever. Um, and I and I went and looked at my stadium. And went, wow, that's that's my Heinz field. Like that's, that's how much it, it meant to me being there. So if me and Tony could switch roles, that'd mm-hmm. be great. But, but what Tony, what do you think about uh, Australia 
any words you know? Uh, just just the, the usual ones like shrimp on a Barbie, uh, that kind of thing. But nothing, nothing probably uh, concrete. But what I think of Australia, I think of uh, friendly folks, friendly blokes, uh, friendly, yep. friendly uh, people, uh, tough. A uh, lot of good uh, uh, actors and actresses that come over here and, and, and uh, have success or, and stay over there and have success, international success. That's, that's kind of what I think when I think of Australia. One of my favorite shows ever, the Hawaii Five-0, the reboot. Alex O'Loughlin was the star for all those years, and he's Australian. So I don't know if you ever – have you ever even heard of him? <laughs> no, I have no idea. I don't, I don't really watch TV. I watch a lot of YouTube. I don't really watch TV drama. Uh-huh. Uh, I watch I watch NFL and that's pretty much it. I don't watch anything else besides that. Um, yeah. Well, then, are you ready for slinging the slang? Because I've got five words for you, and I'm I, want, I want your reaction. Okay. So the first one is is it's Australian slang, but it's also I think I tried I looked it up on Google and I couldn't find it, so it might be my slang. <laughs> so <laughs> you might not know it. Okay. If I were to say to you, number one, if I were to say to you, Tony. Um, let's set up stumps over there. What do you reckon that means? Set up stumps. Uh, find a good place to, uh, to, to hang out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's the tick. Yeah. 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 So pretty like much like, a, Hey, like say you're in a crowded place and, and you want to go somewhere and talk. Yeah. Is that, is I that would it? say that. Yeah. So we, okay. or I've used it with my friends. I think people use it around Australia. Pretty much when you're setting up stumps means so it's like a cricket turn. Like where do we where do we pull up stumps? Where do we put the stumps up for the for the cricket, right? So we say that like as a joking, like where do we set up stumps? Or you know, um, at the beach, at the park. So yeah, you got that one. I, I yeah, I thought you weren't going to get that one. That's good. That's good. Uh, number two is what do you reckon when I say Aussie salute? What what's an Aussie salute? An Aussie salute. Um... I don't. I'm trying to. Aussie. I don't know. I don't know. You you got no idea at, at all. Um, a, a, it's hard. A good it, good it job. Is. A good job. No, that's incorrect. Okay. <laughs> um, an Aussie salute is because in, in in summer it's to it's to wave the flies away. Ah, okay. You know we have like that many flies here in Australia. Like we have a ton. Like they're everywhere. So. But that Aussie, Aussie salute is a that's a really old Australiana slang. That's for um, that's like back in the sixties or seventies. That was a really really old one. Um, now, moving on to number three, Tony. What would you say if I said to you, "I'm knackered"? What does that mean? Naked? No, 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 no. I might N- in this one in the chat. What if I said to you this? What's in the chat? Uh, I am knackered. Oh, 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 I get it. Uh, you're, you're inebriated, drunk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes and no. I guess you could say that. It's more to do with just being flat out tired. Oh, okay. Like, like, like absolutely done. Like, like I've, you know. I've heard that one before, though. I have heard that one before. Is that, is that a slang around the world or is that uh, knackered? Do you use that in America? No, no, no. It's, it's, it sounds like it was something I would hear from, from, from an Aussie. Honestly, like I, I'm, I'm really. I should have made up some words because I think we really can make up words and then just see your action too. But these are all uh, Australiana slang. You know what? I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's going to be uh, you're two and one at the moment. You're doing better than the bangles. The bungles, all right. <laughs> all right. Number four 
Um, I think this might be universal as well, but and I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. It could be two ways to say this. What do you mean? What does it mean when I say play it by ear? That means it's it's uh it's up in the air. You you have to see what what how things unfold before you make a decision. Like going out, yeah. you want to go to that place or that place. We'll play it by ear. When the time gets here, we'll decide where we want to go. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you do you guys use that one as well over in America? Yeah, it's it's pretty common. Oh, okay. Maybe these are just normal words thing because I tried to find some really really weird ones. And also, we've been doing our podcast now for almost a almost a year, so we're kind of running out of slang. Uh, we might we might have to do, uh, refresh some other ones for new listeners. All right, so now you're four. My apologies, you're three and one. You're one game above the Bungles. What they're going to get next year? Last one. Oh, I really should have made it harder. Then, last one. What do you think an, an esky is? An esky? Yes. Uh, that's pretty hard. Um, uh, use it in a sentence. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, good day, mate. Uh, no, that, that's bad. Uh, hang on one second. <laughs> Which, if I'm talking to a, a bloke on the phone, right? Would you mind bringing your esky over? Um, I haven't got one. <laughs> uh, uh, bottle opener. No, but that's really close. Do you want to have one more guess? It's pretty close. Uh, yeah, so do, it's to do with like drinks and alcohol and, and stuff like that. Hmm. One a, second, cooler, one, a, a cooler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cooler. Hundred percent. So in Australia, for some reason, all our objects we call them by the brand name. So like for a, for a pen, we say biro. Can you please you know pass me the biro? We just do stuff like that all the time. And esky. Um, he's a cooler, so you put, you know, bring your esky along. Okay. I love how here we got in, in our live chat, Kathy. She she thinks that a kid that lives in England. Ah, <laughs> does it ever get cold in Australia? Does it does it ever get, get cold here in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, here, here's the funny thing about Australia. Right now, I'm wearing a. Oh, what do you what what would you call this? Sorry, audio listeners, but what what do you call this? What I'm wearing right now. Uh, probably a sweatshirt, I'd say. Although it's a short sleeve sweatshirt. Right. So in Australia, and audio listeners, come jump back right in. We call this a jumper. Hmm. Have you I ever like heard? That. Have you ever heard that one? I have never heard that one. No. So it's for some reason in Australia for our sweatshirts, hoodies, we call them jumpers. Now a lot of these words, I don't know where they come from. So, like for me, like if I if I'm cold or like you said, it does get get cold in Australia. Yeah, I'll just grab my jumper and mm-hmm. then chuck that on. Um, however, I'm I'm wearing shorts. So, like in Australia, it doesn't get too cold, really. It's the the lowest it gets, and I can't do the tra- the transition to uh, Fahrenheit. But it might be like sixty or seventy, maybe if it's that's like twenty degrees. So that that and then you know. We don't wear the big, the big woolly coats and, and stuff like that. We just wear jumpers, shorts, and then I'm ready to go. When I, when I was living in Canada, I walked outside at zero degrees. I think that's like your, that's like your, I can't remember. <laughs> zero degrees, and I was in shorts because I was just so, I was so, you know, over wearing long pants. Wow, I'd like but, to live there. Other than the, other yeah. than the, the, the poisonous uh, uh, insects, I would love to live in Australia because I, I can't stand the winter anymore. 
Well, that that's it. Because when I, when I when I went to uh, when I was in Pittsburgh, uh, it's, it seems to be very cold there, right? Cloudy days mm-hmm. and it's it's cold weather, the same as the football. But here in Australia, I live on the coast. I'm five minutes from the beach, and our winters they're cold, but they're, they're not as cold as, as you think. Um, and that kind of wraps up. How did you find singing the slang? And you actually got another word. What do, what do you reckon of that? I like it. I like it. And you know, <laughs> the, the thing about the, the last one you did, um, we do that here in America too with, with brand uh, names. We call all tinfoil Reynolds wrap. We call all tissue Kleenex. So we oh, kind of okay. do that. We kind of do that uh, here too, at least in Pittsburgh anyway. I'm, I think, it, but I think it's a na- uh, nationwide thing. Yeah. Well, I reckon uh, that. Pittsburgh and Australia, when I was over there, we have a pretty similar accent, or like to, to, to a degree that our accent is similar where a lot of other Americans can't understand us. <laughs> Which, like, if, you, if you're going to, to Texas or you're going to California way, you're going out, out that way, then the Yinza accent, and I, I was down in, um, I can't remember where the bars are, down, down south in that street, um, south side. And South when I was walking, yeah, when I was walking around there, looking at all the Pittsburgh gear, and it was an awesome time. Um, they loved my accent, but I also I also loved their accent, like just the yinza and how <laughs> yin's doing and, and and things of that nature. So right. I think we are very very similar, even though we're on different different planes of the of the field and the world. But um, that's, why, that's why you're a Steeler fan. Yeah, I <laughs> I can't wait to to get back, and I just can't wait for this this season to start. Um, but let's get back to some some uh, Steelers football talk, and we're still going to run around the idea of um, are the Steelers the the underdog? And I want to talk about we have the the schedule coming up soon. We, we won't, won't jump into that. We have a show on BTSC. I think one one or two of the blokes are moving their show forward. The Steelers preview going to um, look at the schedule. So, firstly, like just just quickly, can the Steelers succeed as the underdog? Like they can, right? Absolutely, they can. I mean, one thing about about the Steelers organization, we we have high expectations as fans, but it's nothing like what the organization has. They they want to win. They're committed to winning, and you know they might be underdogs to the to the media and to the public, but they they their goal is still to win a championship. And the one thing I will say about about the 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 X factor when it comes to these three teams that we talked about in the AFC North, it comes it's cliched, but it comes back down to the quarterback play because Ben. He may have struggled in his past few playoff games, but he still has proven that he can he can win on the big stage. Whereas Lamar Jackson has yet to really prove that, and Baker Mayfield. I mean, he he beat the Steelers at Heinz Field, but let's be honest, uh, he didn't really have a whole lot to do with that playoff victory. It was more about the Steelers self destructing and and turning the ball over a million times. So that's really what's going to come down to it. It's it, uh, the Browns and and the, and and the Ravens are great on paper, but it always comes down to the quarterback and. Those two guys, meaning Lamar Jackson and, and Baker Mayfield, they have to take it to a new level if they want their teams to be champions. Well, I, I believe that that's very true. Like, I believe there's a lot of pressure in Baker Mayfield and a lot of pre- even more pressure <laughs> on Lamar Jackson. Right. Can Lamar Jackson throw? No, he can't. He can he can run, and he's got he's got he's got some some attributes to do with the passing game, but he's not really that sit back and and um, pocket quarterback. Now, there's right. so much pressure on those two guys. Now, giving Ben the offseason now and, and, and rehabbing his arm and one year off, and when you really think about it, he went from that injury surgery and then he got he won 12 games. Right. That's a pretty, that's a pretty mean feat to do that, to, to win 12 games coming off an injury. Yeah. So there seems to be now less pressure being the underdog role, uh, Big Ben, 
maybe third place, even to a certain extent in in the quarterbacks. I reckon a lot of people would put Joe Burrow because they're all young faces. Right above Ben, Ben's the old guy in the room, but mm-hmm. you know he he's got that much uh, knowledge, talent, um, skills, ideas how how to win this game that you wouldn't put it past him. Same same with Mike Tomlin. So. Maybe they're sitting in in the in the perfect role. Like I would even put it down to like um, a Troy Polamalu, where you know he knows where their ball is going to be. Maybe right. they know who they are and they know how to how to win and 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 fight through this seventeen games. It's going to be a long season now with an extra one. Right. It doesn't seem like it, but but still, a very hard place place to win. Um, cracking into though, we have the schedule coming up. I think I believe May eleventh or May twelfth and. Depending where you live, Australia, Japan, America. <laughs> now, the Steelers have the the hardest um, schedule based on their percentage versus, versus the opponents. Does that overly matter? We, we we have the hardest schedule. What do you reckon? Uh, that's another thing that that can change because the the NFL is a parity league and, and it's designed that way. And the teams that make the playoffs the year before, uh, so many of them miss the playoffs the following year because it's such a it's such a close. Um, a competition for those for usually for three or four spots in each conference, really. So it, it, it matters. It's a big deal on paper, but you just don't know. Uh, some teams that you expect to be good are probably going to fall off. And some teams that you expect to be bad are probably going to be a little bit better. So I don't think it's going to be the, uh, this gauntlet that everybody thinks it is, but again, it's May. So what do I know? But I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that as, any more of a challenge than the any other schedule? If if they're if they're playing their game, if they're on their game, I'm not saying they're the best team in the NFL, but if they're, you know, this goes for just about any team, any talented team with a franchise quarterback. If they're if they're uh, playing well and 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 they're establishing themselves on offense and defense, and they avoid major injuries for a, for a change, then they're gonna they're gonna be able to to get through that schedule. What record they're gonna have, I don't know. Uh, 11, 12 wins, eight, nine wins, 10 wins. I don't know. But, but I think if they, if they are a playoff team, I, I think the most important thing for them is to, is again, another cliche is to be playing uh, well at the end of the year. Once, once the playoffs start, unlike last year. Yeah. Last year was just, I can't describe what happened, but I think that that's, we've talked about it before me and Maddie in the past last year, what happened, that kind of that culture. And we talked about leaders stepping up, uh, that culture in, in, into that game, you know, we're the best, we're, we're going to win, and then they just didn't show up. That cannot happen again. Um, that would, I, like, you know, I don't mind losing by three points, by seven points, by ten points, mm-hmm. if it was a good, good game. But lo- uh, being down 28-0, to zero, I believe, in the first oh. quarter, oh, gosh. Uh, I don't even know how you watched that game. Uh, I tried to, or I did. And then they came back, and there was a certain moment where, you know, I'm watching with my, my family and friends, and they were saying, "Oh, they got a chance." And in every play, you can kind of go, "Yes, oh no, <laughs> yeah, no, they're done." Because if you didn't get that certain drive with last three minutes to go, then your chances of winning that game are now five percent. Whereas if you got that first down, it's forty five percent. So it's a big swing, and I think that what's going to help us in being this being this role as well. Um, this is this is the, the pressures on the the Jackson on the on the Baker, Baker to look. They've got to go and win too, haven't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. And the and and the Bungles have to get out of the cellar. And they, and they both have similar schedules. They're in the same division, so they both have fairly similar schedules. They don't have a first place schedule like the Steelers do, 
but they still have to play some of the same teams, a lot of the same teams from the NFC and from from uh, whatever division they have to play in the AFC. I don't remember which one, but but they're going to have a fairly similar schedule. So you know they're going to have a tough two as far as um, uh, the, their schedule, and we don't know about you know are they going to stay healthy. Uh, over the course of the year. There's so many things that can happen, right? I mean, uh, it could take somebody like Aaron Rodgers going from Green Bay to Denver, and that changes that changes everything as far as the AFC. Or or it could take, you know, a, a major injury to a, a Lamar Jackson or a, or, 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 or a Tom Brady, and that, and that changes things. So, yeah, there's a lot that can happen uh, between uh, and, uh, now and then. But, 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 but I'm like you, I can't wait for the season to start. Wouldn't it be great though? Because I believe the Ravens do have the, the the second hardest schedule. I'm not sure where the Browns are, but wouldn't it be great if we had the hardest schedule and we won a lot of games and the Ravens didn't win any? And yeah. that would separate that would separate us even more. Okay, you, you, you've said all these these words about us. Actually, in the media, you've said no words about the Steelers. Right. We go out there. We and once the season's done, we go thirteen and whatever it is, five or four, um, and then the Ravens uh, finish off with seven wins. It's not going to happen like that, but that would be so awesome to see because the Steelers had their, their back against the wall. And I believe during the 2008 run, I think we had the hardest schedule then. Is that correct from memory? It was, it was the hardest schedule, I think, in a quarter of a century. And and they won 12 games. And, and they they struggled in a lot of those games. But but once the uh, playoffs got rolling, they were playing their best. And that's what, that's, that's what you have to do. Their offense struggled all year, but once the playoffs started – um, they were great in, in the defense, you know, was, was consistent all year. One of the most dominant defenses statistically in the history of the history of the league. I've just got one more question, Tony, before we jump into questions. Okay. Will the, will the media care when the Steelers win that number seven? Oh, they'll have to care then. Even if they don't care, it, it won't matter because you can't take You can't, you won't be able to take it away. And, uh, you know, it, it'll, it'll put Ben in a place that few quarterbacks have, have gone yet. Brady has, what, seven now? But, you know. Uh, so, Brady, has Brady got six? No. Uh, no, well, yeah, the, the, the Patriots, won, he won six with the Patriots and won last year. So, yeah, seven. Oh, but yeah, okay. but uh, as far as teams are concerned, or as far as quarterbacks, uh, there aren't many to have um, uh, three. So that would put Ben in rarefied air. That would take uh, the um, – all the pressure off of Tom and as far as somebody who quote unquote won with somebody else's players many years earlier, even though I think that's a, that's a silly argument that people make, but it would, it would, it would change the uh, uh, so many narratives nationally, as far as the perception of Ben, the perception of Mike Tomlin, you know, the, the perception of the Steelers culture, people are all, you know, people harp on so many things, TikTok, all that stuff. When a team doesn't win a championship, there's so many things to, to look at and, and blame um, other than maybe the talent on the field and the execution, but if they win that, if they win that title, it'll validate so many people. I just think it'd be uh, it'd just be one of the best feelings in a in a long time. Um, I'll probably shed a few tears if, if that does happen. Oh, yeah. Um, and for one thing that I would love to see if we if it did happen, and this is uh, maybe my my own view, it would a lot of fans out there give them a bit of break and. Wouldn't have to, you know, diss us anymore. Steeler fans, we always want that championship. So if if we get it this year and it has a great season, then like, you know, here you go. Here's your here's your here's your trophy. Just settle down for a little bit, all right? Right. Yeah. There you go. I like how you said that. 
it's not, <laughs> not every year we have to get one. And I understand it's a very hard game, but it's like, oh, we didn't do this, we didn't do that, or he sucks and that guy's terrible. Right. Fire, fire Tomlin. Um, okay, here's your trophy. Let, let me enjoy my, my what as a fan watching the sport. I'll have a few tears, I'll have a few laughs, I'll have probably have a few beers watching it and be very stressed. But then for me, watching the next season, I could sit back, I I'd be happy. I'd be like, well, yeah. I lost you. Right. I like how you said that. You should you should create you should create a TikTok video and put it on oh, Twitter no. after if they win and say, You got your seventh title, now settle down for a bit and, and say it, it, it with the Aussie accent. And I think that would go over well. It would calm a lot of nerves. It would be very soothing. If I had TikTok, I'd be banned in the first hour. I don't think they would like my <laughs> views. I'm 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 too honest for a lot of, a lot of these people. They wouldn't like it. Um, That's good. Though. That's I, good. I would I would I would last a good thirty minutes on there. Uh, I I try and steer clear of those those social medias, even on the Facebook, which to a certain extent is when you watch a game. And then I've always said it before: you watch a game, and it's like, you know, we're down by ten points. First quarter, three minutes to go. Ah, oh, the game's over. It's <laughs> over. Ah, oh, buy someone. Get rid of Ben. He's oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like, uh, that's pretty common. Like, no, the game's not over. Uh, it's still three quarters to go. You still have half time. You still have, you have to eat oranges, and you eat your oranges, and then you're ready mm-hmm. to go second half. Uh, TJ Watt's going to come in second half. They've got a new game plan. So I try and steer clear on the Facebook on those game days. Even when I was well, now I'm working for beat, uh, behind the silver curtain. I don't get involved in the Slack chat while you guys are watching the game too, because a lot of you guys are three or four minutes in front of me. Yeah. Um, I like to enjoy it and, and just sit back and, and watch the football, and, and then analyze it after. But during it, it's even 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 to a certain extent when you're up by um, fourteen points. Oh, this game's over. We've got this, and right. the next minute. <laughs> Yeah. Next minute, it's, we're, it's, we're down. Yeah, it's easy to go the other way too, yeah. Yeah. So we're starting to wrap up the show here. And uh, if anyone has any questions in the, in the live chat, just we've got five five minutes here or five to seven minutes. Um, but, Tony, how did you how'd you find today's show, you know, overall, talking to an Australian? Oh, you kidding me? This is this is so much fun. <laughs> I love it. I loved it. I, this, was, this was great. It was very therapeutic. I, I think you did a great job as the host. And it was, yeah. it was a, lot, a lot of great football talk. It, it was fantastic. How about you? What did you, what did you think? Yeah, I feel I feel it just flies. Honestly, it just goes super fast, and we're now yeah. you know five minutes in. Uh, I believe we covered a lot. I think that that's that's the, the main aim today. I just wanted to understand where the Steelers kind of sit in in the in the landscape of things with with thirty one teams vying for the the Super Bowl. I wanted to try and see, um, and I say thirty one guys because I hate the Bengals. Bengals. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I, I believe, I think at this moment, and you even said it in in in, in part one or early part two, you you said, um, you know, it's May eighth or it's May 9th. It's a long way to go. Right. So we've got the the schedule coming out, which is going to be great. Please check that out on behind the silver curtain. The fellows are going to go through the schedule. I know I'll, I'll be in the live chat. So we have that. Then we have mini camp. We have or rookie camp, mini camp, training camp. All these dates. I believe Tony even said he's going to drive down there and do some interviews. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, it would. It would. Uh, at least I'll yell at people and say, "Hey, well, can I talk to you?" And they'll say, "No." <laughs> where's your Where's your media credentials? But we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, just, I'm definitely close down. enough. I'm definitely close enough. Yeah, uh, I'll just, just I'll have my behind the curtain shirt on. That's all I need. Yeah, just say, "Mate, I'm Tony," and they'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> Tony, well, if I said it with that accent, good. they would let me right in. If I said it with that accent, I would, I would, it would be my oh. all the all the clearance I would need. I think, I think that that accent might be heading off the Steelers uh, soon because I believe uh, 
as Donald Nolan says here, who who we who the punt and kick returners. Oh, I, I, I butchered that one, but still, I believe Barry might be on the out. But yeah. uh, Donald Nolan says here, who are the punt and kick returners for this year? Who do you reckon? Um, uh, well, I think, I think as far as the, uh, the punt returner, it's going to be Ray Ray McLeod, uh, the kickoff returner. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't, who, who was it last year? I, I, I was already, I forget, but, uh, was Ray Ray the, the, the kick returner two last year, but I know he was an excellent, uh, excellent. I believe he returner. was, but I don't, I don't know who number, who was beside him. Yeah. I don't remember, but, but I think Ray, 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 Ray McLeod, they, they, I think they finally found a, a suitable replacement for Antonio Brown as far as uh, uh, a very uh, valuable and, and, and dangerous uh, punt returner. So I def- I, I, he definitely has that job sewn up already. I reckon for a little bit there, Ray Ray got in his – and I'm not him at all, right? But I think Ray Ray got into his head a little bit because he was really successful in the first few seven games. And then mm-hmm. for some reason he kind of was like second guessing himself on the, the, his natural playing style, and then he wasn't busting out the big runs anymore. Uh, we have a super chat from Snowman for five dollars. Cheers, Snowman! If you had the choice, what old Steelers would you bring back? What old Steeler, Tony? Like a really old Steeler, or, or a, or a um, recently recently uh, departed Steeler? Uh, well, if, if if I had my choice all time, it would have to be Rob Woodson because he was a game changer. He was. In my opinion, he was up there with Mel Blunt. You could, you could, one A, one B, whatever. I think Rod Woodson was just a, such a pleasure to watch, and I'd love to see him back, you know, in his prime. How awesome. about you? For, for me, it's it's my favorite. I might get a little bit of hate for this, but he's my favorite player. I think ever would be Debo James Harrison. Oh, I, I just love choice. the way he played the game with such in, in, uh, intensity. Yes, some of those shots were not legal. Um, and that, that's how he played it. And he, I don't think he was a vicious player where he was going out to intent to hurt people. I just believe he wanted to, to hit them as hard as he could and 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 force fumbles and, and things of like that. But uh, James Harrison probably wouldn't survive in today's league. I don't believe the way he stole of hitting um, and the other stuff around that. But but look, he was just so he was so fun to watch learning the game. Oh yeah. Uh, we have still a chick here for one question. She says, "Mark, are you coming to Heinz Field?" If I can, I I will. Uh, it's all these things are playing out with the the, the CV nineteen around the world. But um, let's just say when I went in there to, in twenty sixteen won't be the last time. I'm I've been to America seven times now, and I've been to Pittsburgh three times, and I consider Pittsburgh my home. Um, and as 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 Tony's living there, so yeah, and I've got you know I'm coming to Tony's house for for a beer for sure. Woo! Yes, and we got. <laughs> Well, I I'll have be... to clean again. I clean today. I'll have to clean again. Uh, you, you've got about two years' notice, mate. So okay. you know, when we get in there. Uh, Brian Harrington says here. Oops, that's the wrong one. Uh, Donald Nolan says we had the kick returner was uh, okay. Ray Ray. Brian Harrington says, how many yards were Harris Russ this year? Predictions. Well, I think if he it would be, it's it's gonna be diluted a bit because of the, the extra game, but I think if he's if he's a starter and he's he's they could figure things out with the offensive line. I think he could he could get close to a thousand yards. I mean, that's, you know, because we've we, we've seen that in the past with with rookie running backs. I mean, if if you get a really good one, and he figures things out, and then the offense uh, is structured around him, he could be he could be a really uh, productive back in his rookie year. So my prediction here is I, I I need to look up the stat, but whatever the Steelers rookie um, rushing record is, I believe he gets one yard more. 
There you go. I, I think I think that for him to make an impact on this team, to really put him in the spotlight and for him to be our guy, is he will get one more yard and one more touchdown. And I, I can't remember off memory who that Steelers rookie rushing leader or rushing touchdown is, but whoever that is, he'll take that place and he'll have a really big rookie year. And But it's really going to come down to how is this, this Steelers offense, are they going to use him like a bell cow back or are they going to sit back and play Ben style and pass 30, 40 times a game? So that's going to be the, the real big question, which comes into another question via Mark Tobin. Will Claypool be number one receiver this year? I think he's going to, I think he, he almost, well, I think it's probably going to be Deontay as far as who gets the, the most uh, targets, but I think as far as who's going to be the, their, their main passing weapon, it's definitely going to be Chase Claypool. He's just too, he's too good. I think he, he's going to be a superstar in my, in my personal opinion. So Claypool and then heading into Juju in the slot, maybe Deontay on the other side, Washington to, mm-hmm. to help out. I, I think if, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot guys, like last year. Yeah. If all these guys can contribute and play uh, great football, then we've got some really talented receivers, and then you still got Big Ben back there. So, um, right. and Kyle, Kyle Smith says here that Franco Harris is the rookie rushing uh, yard. He owns the record. So, yeah. However much that is, I, I'd love to see uh, Najee turn it up and have a dig. And I know he will. He, He's he's absolute star. You can see it on his film. You can see it in, the, in his presence in, in his in his conversations with people. Um, he's got a he's got a humble heart. And as we as we learn, you know, we learn more about him and we watch him in, in the preseason. I can't wait for that. I'm so excited for the preseason yeah. to, right. to see some football. I'm so excited to, to to watch these mini the highlights and see who's going to be on the quarterback depth. Um, who's going to fill in behind safety? Who's going to be the new gunner? Um, right. All things of that nature. Now, Tony, before we wrap it up, I uh, just want to say, you know, I'm glad to have you here, but what are your, what are your last thoughts and, yeah, what's going on? What are, what are we doing this year? Steelers going to win? I think they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, uh, uh, well, I think they're going to, they're going to make a run as far as for the division title, whether, whether they win or not, I don't know, but I think they're going to prove a lot of people wrong because I don't think they're as bad as people uh, want them to be. I think a lot of it is people want them to be bad. Um, I think if Ben, he's going to have a normal off season to, to, to get ready. Unlike last year where he had to basically rehab his elbow and, 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 and hope and, and make sure that was okay. So I think they're going to, they're going to make a run for, for the, for the AFC North. And I think they're going to make the playoffs regardless of whether they win the division or not. That's, that's how I think it's going to go. I think they're, they're going to shore up their line. They're going to find the answers in the secondary and they're going to be a pretty good team by the end of the year. Unlike last year when they were struggling. So that's a great point. And before I end the show here, maybe that's what the, the Steelers fans, maybe this is the year that we had that Big Ben and he, he's still coming up injury. But now this is the year that they said, oh, Big Ben, you better turn it up and turn it out. However, the spotlight's off Big Ben. Right. It's, it's, it's still a little bit of pressure, but it's like, well, not, no one's really talking about him because um, he was meant to go and win a Super Bowl last year. And then that could be his last year. But maybe if he just sits back a bit and now we've got um, the running back and, and Frymouth in the center. I, I see honestly, I see I think we always do, but I see great things yeah. for, for this for the Steeler team. And like I said, guys, we won't know until until come around September. And look, maybe, maybe <laughs> I've maybe I've got work by then I'll win a million dollars and I'm coming to Tony's house and we can you can you walk down to to Pittsburgh? Can you this is crazy. Can you walk down to the stadium? 
Uh, it would be it would be a pretty long walk, but we could definitely drive there in five minutes. I got you. I'll give you a ride, Mark. No, no problem. We'll, we'll get right. We'll get in my car and we'll be there in five minutes. See, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. That uh, I went there in twenty. I've been there. Th- I've been there three times, and you would have been there three times. You know what I mean? We would have been right. in the same city. We would have been to the uh, Marty Brothers, or we would have been to the same subway, oh, yeah. or the right. Like that kind of does my uh, my little little head in there. But look, uh, I'm gonna wrap the the, the shop, guys. Uh, Steeler Chick, thanks for that great show. Mark and Tony, this is awesome. Tony's now an Aussie. He's learned a few words today. Um, I had a lot of, lot of fun, guys. Look, it, please check out the, the Behind the Steel Curtain website. Great articles from Tony and all the rest of the gang. Um, and awesome videos. And I know that the big one, the next step now, the big one is that the, the Steelers schedule coming out. We want to find out who we're versing week one. So, yeah, cheers, guys. Much appreciated. And, Tony, send us out. It was so much fun talking to you, Mark. It, it was great. You did a great job. Let's give it give it up for Mark Davidson. Uh, he did a great job tonight. And it was fun. Go Steelers. Talk to everybody next time. All right. Go Steelers. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.